0: Thank you. just works podcast i'm your host ryan and today we have a fantastic episode Jarrett's joining me on the episode to talk about halo infinite eight months later looking at where we're at with the game and the road ahead so Jarrett, how you doing today man i'm doing
1: great i just woke up and getting a call to go into work so possibly going to work so it's going great do you even want
0: to go to work or not
1: really then don't go to work fuck them Mm, there's a fine line where i could avoid it and have to go to work so
0: Oh, I mean there's no fire right now. I think you're okay. There's something going on. Oh. Well, anyways, let's talk about Halo before, before <laughs> fight fires, I guess. Um Yeah, man. So we definitely wanted to come back on. We we had you or you know, we did a podcast together when season two came out. I think it was like the first week season two came out. Or or no, the second week, because I already had the battle pass done or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we you know, we talked about season two and like how we felt about it. And honestly, we felt pretty decent about it. You know, the last Spartan standing, and um, you know the 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 battle pass itself, and like the content within it. I do think mm-hmm. it is worth it. Um, but yeah, just some general things. But you know, the game has been out eight months now. It came out officially December seventh or eighth last year, and now we're in July, literally two days away from being in August. Um, you know how do you, how do you feel about the game? You know eight months in you know obviously when you compare it to traditional halos it's really rough there's no question about it and i think it's okay that we talk about it you know this whole episodes to be critical and also what we love about the game but there is no unfortunately shortage of shortcomings within it so yeah Yeah. how do you how do you feel about it you know as you play it not every day but we, we we try to play it you know a few times a week even if it's for 30 minutes to an hour right um Yeah, I'm gonna start off with just saying like I don't hate
1: the game. I'm just severely disappointed and bored of the game right now. I just I've done everything so far that's had that season two has had to offer between uh last man standing and uh, what is it, land grab? And land grab the fractured event, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Um got all those armor pieces for those armor sets for the Rush Shaska and Eagle Strike. And honestly the battle pass has been done since like week four. It's like I finished it very quick too. Yeah, that was actually really easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, which is great, but also like you're already done with it. It's like now know. what? Well, I'm in the same boat as you, you know, like I, I love this game a lot um, for the lack of like all the content that it's missing. Um, I think what keeps me coming back is not only is our Spartans and the way we look like I, I do love the customization so far and the, the pieces we have, even though cross core should be a thing. I don't know why. We still have this conversation mm-hmm. probably going to continue to have it until January, to be honest. But, um, you know, I do think like, you know, the customization is great. Big team battles, damn near flawless. There's a few things they could probably work on. Uh, you know, I just think, um, it's unfortunate because I, I like the maps that we got in this game. Come to think of it. I don't hate any of the maps. Like I don't dislike any of them one bit. Mm.
1: What's the one that's the brute at night? Uh, Deadlock. the big team battle map. Yeah, you really don't like that map. I really don't like that map. Which is crazy. It's okay I... for Last Man Standing,
0: but for anything else, I'm like, okay, I fucking hate this map. <laughs> Actually, for Last Man Standing, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, you're not wrong about that. Uh, I like that map, mainly for, like, strongholds. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's like, the thing that keeps me coming back is not only Halo itself. I love Halo. Uh, the campaign, we'll get into that, you know, eight months later, because so I saw that you were kind of dabbling with it a little bit yesterday. Um, I think it's the gunplay, man. I think it's the just the gameplay itself. The gameplay is so fucking perfect. Like, I really don't know what else they could have done to make it better. Maybe make it even more intuitive. Like people just found out. I don't know if console players can do it, but I don't know if you've seen it, but there's like these can you can do like even faster power slides now. On hmm. certain angles, like it's even faster oh, than what like you see. On, me do. Like,
1: uh, uh, like the edges of just everything. A... Just
0: okay. It, yeah, it looks like it's everything. So I haven't done that yet. So I don't know if console players can do that. But just the mobility and the gameplay or the gun like I think the guns just they feel so good. They've already updated the Ravager and Pulse Carbine. The Pulse Carbine is deadly as fuck now. You can do one burst with the Pulse Carbine and then one BR shot, and you're gonna get a kill. The Ravenger takes people out very quick as well. um. So I think that's what keeps me coming back at the end of the day is just the consistency with the gameplay. Uh, I really do enjoy it, which does suck, though, because a lot of people out there, and I'm sure we deal with it too, but I feel like I don't deal with it that much to where it ruins my experience, but that's desync. And then so you get shot behind a wall or you get killed behind a wall, and it was very clear that you were behind the wall, but for that person, you weren't. Like You were in the open. Uh, enough for them to shoot you so that's an issue that I think 343 really needs a fix for a lot of the PC players I feel like they experience it more than us I could be wrong but uh, ultimately I just think this game like I I still love it just as much as the first time I played it believe it or not like I don't know I think it's just because I don't play video games that much anymore so when I hop on I know I can hop on this game get my sidekick and get some fucking headshots constantly with it because that gun is just so satisfying to use but even the assault rifle like it's my favorite halo gun you know, the other day I almost got like an overkill and big team battle with it. I'm like, dude, this fucking felt good. Jeez. Like, yeah, that's pretty impressive, dude. A fucking assault rifle. Like not many people can do that. And uh, I just, I don't know, man, I still have fun. Like it's crazy. Cause there's like, we're going to get into it. Like there's no shortage of disappointments here with this game, whether it's co-op, not being at launch forge, not being here by now, we're really almost there. And we're going to get into forge a little bit later. But it's like even the custom games, like we were just testing something out last night, you know, the for the achievement. Mm-hmm. And it's like even that was hard to set up. Literally just adding bots <laughs> to our team. I had to rely on you and what you saw in the settings to get it right. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Like fix this shit. And one of the biggest issues I guess we hear about from 343 is what the fuck is that? Um, okay. Um, is they hire contractors like they don't hire people full time and they just you know hire people for a job a little for a little bit and then they're on their way out so you're not hiring people who want to stay consistently and it just seems so fucking backwards to me to do that why not contract or not even contract why don't just hire them full time um it's uh it's a very strange concept to me it just seems a little bit backwards but i think ultimately like we still have a very very solid foundation here it just sucks that it's taking so long for xbox's number one you know in terms of imagery uh ip you know in terms of iconic status you know what you recognize as xbox we were so far into this game's lifespan already and it honestly feels like nothing's really changed that much um besides a few solid stability updates and then obviously content drops in terms of like the battle pass and stuff but that's something i want to talk about too that i you know, I didn't really add on here, but it's like, you know, the six month seasons has to go like this has to be the last six month season. They, they're they usually they're typically three months on every other game that, you know, has right. seasons. And I think three months is solid. Like it's a great foundation or, you know, putting for putting stuff out and then promoting like what you have coming next. Uh, the flighting for co-op ends this weekend. So hopefully, co op's out here officially pretty soon. That's how it used to work on MCC, which gets me kind of excited if they fall suit. Um, you would test something out on MCC, and then literally like two weeks later, it'd be out for everyone. So mm. co op needs to hurry up and come out. It adds achievements, mission replay. Um, but before we get into like co op and um, but what do you, what do you think of like the content drops we've had though? You know, I know you've completed most of them, but in terms of like the store and the event passes, just season two in general so far, as opposed to season one, how do you feel about the, the correlation between the two? Uh, I
1: feel like everything was good for the beginning. Was it end of July now? It came out in May. I would say like a month and a half, everything was pretty solid. And then after that, everything you, um, was kind of being recycled, or you obviously doing the Fracture event to uh, get all those, your armor pieces. So it's like, oh, I've seen this stuff. I am pretty much got everything. Uh, that I want, and it's just like, all right. Well, there's really nothing exciting. That's and now that you say that, these seasons really need to be brought back down to three months. Um, I used to be four for six months because I don't want to play the game as much as I do. I just like want to get n- knock everything out like the first month, and then not touch it for five more months, and then come back for another season. But honestly, I can't do that anymore. I just want this game to have like you said constant uh updates every three months yeah
0: well you make a really good point too because your game time in that first month and a half was quite a bit like you were playing the game very very consistently um damn near almost every day if you had the free time um i was focused which but but that's also telling though like how much fun you're having in the moment with like the new store updates and just the new event passes and battle pass itself and how exciting Mm -hmm. it is to get that that little bite-sized moment of fun but it sucks that it's bite-sized it shouldn't be that way it should be something that lasts the whole season if you're gonna make it six months long and then you know to go with a season they have cut scenes for the lone wolves event and the Mm -hmm. cut scenes are they're cool but they're fucking stupid because they're supposed to be about us yeah exactly like the first cut scene of the season
1: um the first two was
0: like yeah i don't remember what the second one was it's just that they're looking at din again with the AI oh, okay. and, and your Spartans there again, though. So, like, and they're talking to you. So, it feels like the first two made sense. But these last two were, like, the dumbest fucking things ever.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it really is the dumbest thing
0: ever. These last two cutscenes, just like, all right,
1: what was the point of me watching this right now? Like, what did I gain out of this lone wolf story?
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we'll we'll get into some of the leaks here in a bit. Because we're talking about events right now. So, I want to keep talking about that but yeah, it's like the lone wolf idea. The, the idea behind the whole lone wolf thing is actually kind of cool, I guess, you know, where we have to distract the AI to extract it into its own capsule and or whatever. So Den doesn't die. I actually don't mind the idea of that. This whole like simulation type thing where we're in the banished base and it's kind of fucking with uh, Radis's you know, thought process, I guess. Um. So I, I, Erratus, 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 Eratus. Eratus. Um, I believe so. (laughs) But, you know, I I think the AI is cool. Uh, Having a banished AI is actually super badass. Like, it's something Mm -hmm. I didn't really see coming. And it's also kind of terrifying to think that, like, the banished can have AI. Because we've seen what Chief can do with an AI. So, it does create that, like, story thread. But they don't do anything with it so far. So, it's like. So
1: far. I'm hoping they continue with it. I think they will, but. Uh, I don't know
0: I don't really not happy with it yeah I'm not really too happy with it and now um, the fractured event was cool right so the fractured armor the eagle strike armor it's pretty sick I think it's a little too chunky for me though Um, um, it's
1: it's fitting for a different it's, I feel like you gotta have for the right game mode for like I think it'd be perfect for like big team heavies yeah that armor really setup cool.
0: yeah it would look really cool what do you think of the pieces of it though I honestly like almost everything
1: about it. Um, Like every armor core has its own unique uh, style. That's why I think cross core uh, customizations is is for me not really a thing, as I would like to see. Like I, I want people that have it for them to have fun with it, but for me, like I want each core set up to that like lore specific uh, armor core, and I probably won't do too much cross core customization because I just like how things are. made for each uh, arm core specifically. Um, have you read into the lore of uh, Eagle Strike armor?
0: Uh, no, not necessarily because I know it's like a fan like it's a non-canon armor. That's what the fractured armors are, which is which oh, is, is why it? I like. Yeah. Well, that's why I like them so much because it allows them to be this fantastical looking armor. It doesn't have to be <laughs> canon, which is the whole point of it to do something that you wouldn't see in the Halo universe or you, you could but in a different world. Right, mm-hmm. so we have the Ronin armor, and then now we have well, the Yoroi, yeah. and then we have the Eagle Strike, yeah. which looks like a World War II steampunk soldier.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't remember much of the lore, but I think they came out like two articles, like full blown uh, articles like, oh, this armor core, this armor piece for the Eagle Strike is uh, for like the that uh, universe's version of ODST's. The I can't remember the bomber head uh, looking helmet. And then you had a chance to vote on uh, which way you wanted the story to go. Did you want the Spartans to save humanity or finish out the mission? Um, And then that was like the first uh, uh, player voting uh, influence for that armor set. I don't remember what the second one was.
0: Hmm.
1: It's really cool if you read into it.
0: See, but that's what's kind of annoying about it. It's like a whole Destiny thing right there. Because it's like, why not just open that prompt like when you open the game, right? So like if you were to go to the fractured event screen, you would see that prompt that you're talking about. So you'd read through it and then you'd make that decision in game. So it really it kind of makes it like a text-based adventure Mm -hmm. sort of and you get to choose with another player base. Like that's my issue with like live services or games like this, like especially Destiny back in the day everything should be in the game like i shouldn't have to leave the game to go find the rest of the content you know that was the issue we had with the grimoire cards and stuff cuz back in the day you couldn't even look at them on the game you had to go to bungee.net. and i just think it's dumb that you have to do that i don't i don't think it's a bad thing i just think you should have both options and so with this whole lore story that they gave us for this fractured armor that should be in the game as well if not a cutscene just to just to include us more into the the world that they're creating in a different universe with this specific armor so it's kind of frustrating that they're doing that um but it sounds actually pretty cool <laughs> to be honest uh because i didn't know that <clears throat> um but uh you know, the armor pieces are cool uh the game modes that tie with them are fun like i think land grab's fucking awesome i think it's so good
1: mm-hmm. i think it's great uh now that i think of it um one thing that's really I don't know when this update happened for Last Barn Standing.
0: Um, oh, last you week. You
1: start out, is it this week? Last no. Week. Um, uh, you start out, so the uh, last time I really played Last Barn Standing was when it originally came out uh, in season two. Um, but you start out with the disruptor and you have to get 300 points in order to get the pistol. That
0: legit livids me. I just think the disruptor, it's kind of like the plasma pistol. It's like, you know, you got to make make do with what you got.
1: Yeah, but I'm just kind of lazy and don't want to put in that much effort trying to get kills with the disruptor and assault rifle. I'd just much rather have an OP pistol from the very beginning. No. And I- I'd rather fight I fight other people in the lobby um, just to see who could outgun and who's out could outskill each other with a fucking pistol which is it's really like, fun
0: with so yeah fucking is. fun, yeah let's <clears throat> just start with the pistol in the beginning i think what I they should do that. i think they should make game modes for last spartan standing like last spartan standing pistols only or last spartan standing uh fiesta you know like i think <clears> there's <throat> ways around it because like what if for fiesta you just hold x down and switch your guns and what if it just gives you a whole new loadout like a whole fiesta loadout, like it could be mm. disrupted in a plasma pistol. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: would be like the most
0: rage-induced uh, moment ever. I would hate that so much. <laughs> um, It'd be fun. <clears throat> I think the other thing is about Last Spartan Standing that bothers the fuck out of me because I I love Last Spartan Standing. Like it shows that Halo could have a battle battle royale without a problem. Um, it bothers me that the last, like, ring or two, like, you fucking spawn in the ring. So by the time you get to the guy... Like, I literally lost a match the other day because of the ring spawning. I was spawning in the ring. And so by the time I got to the guy, I I almost had no shields. I'm like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? It's one BR burst, and I'm dead. (laughs) Oh, so you spawn outside the ring? And I lost. Okay, gotcha. And I literally had, like, ten more kills than the guy who won. Like, I was was fucking killing it. I was doing good. And it just... I I don't know. That part sucks. Mm -hmm. And that's something that happened on the first round of last Spartan standing too. you know, with the event, excuse me. Um, That's something they haven't fixed uh, since the game mode has been out. So I'm hoping that they fix that. So I think last Spartan standing is cool. And I also think we're ready to just put it on regular maps. Like you and me did with bots. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would be fun.
1: Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Tempest to be honest. It's on, but I or Tempest. what What is that map with uh, it's like Valhalla, but obviously modern uh, fragmentation fragmentation. Thank you. I don't know why I'm thinking Tempest uh, it's a fun map. It's just
0: it's not my play style. It's too many open long distance uh, areas. I think fragmentation is a little tough with last Spartan standing. I think unless you're spawning with BRs or something, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a weird one for sure. Deadlock flows very, very well. The last part stand standing the one Oh, wait, like. that's the one. Yeah, I liked that one from last part. So. Uh, um, high power is fine too. With uh, last part in standing, I would say there's literally only four big TB maps in the game. High power is the one with the wasp that spawns on it. Oh, that's right, that's actually a fun map. Yeah, I like it. Um, so yeah, that's that's the event so far. That's season two so far, but let's talk about co op. Uh, we you know we we played a few missions. Uh, what did you think of co op? It was
1: fun. It felt almost normal. <laughs> um, it was I don't know how it was for you because you were the host, but I had a lot of uh, uh, rubber banding and uh, delays on some stuff. And we were like not even more than 100 meters away from each other.
0: Especially yeah, think-
1: when we're riding in the vehicle with you there's that's when it probably happened the most
0: okay yeah i didn't experience a ton of it um besides some instances where like i would grab i don't even know there there was some issues technical issues um i know they're gonna fix it but i would say like as a as a first attempt at it you know because for whatever reason they couldn't launch with it or whatever but i don't even know I'd say it ran really well for the most part. I would say like 80%, you know, like it was, it was solid, but definitely has some hiccups there that can ruin the experience. Like when you grappled the warthog, as I got into it, you fucking teleported into the ground on my screen, but on your screen, you were still in the turret. So it was a whole thing. Uh, One of the biggest issues I had with it though, and I made sure to do their survey that came out where you can, you know, do a survey about the beta or the insider program. I said that like, the Marines not getting into your vehicle as well is stupid. Like, I really didn't like that. It shouldn't oh. be tied to the the leader. Because mm-hmm. there's no way we're the only ones who want to set up like a caravan of Razorbacks, you know, full of fucking right. arcane Sentinel Marines just mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. Um, So I thought that was kind of a huge disappointment. Uh, the tether isn't too bad. The one kilometer tether. It's actually not. It's a one bad. kilometer or 300 meters. It's one kilometer. Oh really? I mean, whatever you convert kilometer to meters. I don't know. Oh one it's kilometer
1: one... is a thousand meters.
0: Is it? Yeah. Oh, so it's miles. Kilometer and miles are not the same. Got it. One kilometer is like uh zero point six miles. It's not a full mile. Something like that. Yeah. Anyways, Jared's looking at me like I'm a fucking retard. <laughs> um uh I didn't think that tether- I don't
1: want there to be a tether.
0: I don't want there to be a tether either, but you saw what happened when I grenade jumped, or <laughs> you, like, or maybe you didn't see what happened, but I saw what happened, and what what I saw was the game fucking falling apart, and you know, in front of me. Oh, yeah, like yeah I, I didn't say,
1: see what happened because I kept on missing the fucking uh, zip line every time.
0: <laughs> every fucking time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I see your face of disappointment.
0: Yeah, I, I still can't figure that out how you fucked that up so much, but
1: um. Uh between uh neural pathways in my mind when you say one or three two one go and you actually throw in a grenade and all that it's like oh there's like that 0. <laughs> 0. 0.25 milliseconds of me registering like oh <laughs> press the fucking trigger
0: <laughs> yeah like oh wait i need to go now um but yeah so when we did, when we did the grenade jump it kind of fucked the game over a little bit i started like i started like freezing in midair and just a lot of shit so I think that we can get rid of the tether eventually, but I think they're gonna hold on to the tether until they get the game more stabilized in co-op. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, the problem with co-op is that they also designed it to work for the Xbox One. And that console is a piece of shit. So the fact that they're still making it work till this day is not the one X, but I mean the regular, even the regular Xbox. Uh, one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So right? It's crazy to think. <laughs> so bad so, so they're still designing this co-op experience to work on that console which is so far in the past and dead Like, mm-hmm. I think that's where like the technical limitations come in because they're not focused on like the 1x and above and that that's the point though they did make a promise that this game would work on all the consoles they have to fulfill that promise and I hope that all they right. do and then after it launches on you know everyone's consoles that they kind of do focus on making it more of a um uh, a grand experience for the one X and above. But yeah, co-op was fun. We did have fun. It was fun to kill you with like the tank gun and shit. Um, but it was fun to just play co-op anyways, but you did you did make a fuck you. You did make a, a statement uh, or a remark that I kind of do agree with. Like, it's very clear that this campaign was designed for you to be chief on his own um, mm. rallying up Marines. If you need that co-op partner type experience, there's no doubt about it that the game was designed that way um which is kind of a testament to them because i felt like that when i played the game when i finished it on my first playthrough like i did enjoy playing it solo like it was fun for me
1: yeah
0: it was fun so it was crazy to feel that way considering co-ops like our go-to for halo like every new halo that comes out everyone hop on for co-op and shit so it did feel weird to not have that experience but I think the other biggest issue is they need to add a skull since Modder's monitor, already fucking figured it out. I don't know why 343 can't. There needs to be a skull that allows us to use our multiplayer Spartans across the board. Um, I just don't understand it. Like, why I go through the trouble of having us design our Spartans the way we want? And mm-hmm. We can't use them anywhere else. And I, I just have a huge issue with that. I, I love having the classic four Chiefs. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was super badass, but the the fact that there's not a toggle for me. And you and like just all of us to use our own Spartans is really weird to me. Because that's all it is, it's a fucking toggle, you know? Right. And you can they can have an option in the settings where you choose the armor core, right? This is where the cores can really be beneficial to us as players, mm-hmm. um, even after cross core comes out. Um, you know, I just think that they need to do that to make it more immersive for us and fun, you know, and that because Mission replay, which is one of the new things we're going to talk about, it's something that's always been in Halo being able to replay the campaign missions. But they took it one step above, in my opinion, like a lot. You can replay taking over bases and just about any objective out there, even the world bosses, you know, that have the unique guns. You can even try that. We only did one replay mission. Yeah. Did we? I don't fucking know. We can try it tomorrow morning. Um, We only did like one, I think, but basically you can replay even the bases you take over and you can give them skulls. You can give them modifiers like they're they truly made mission replay infinite um, replayability. And I I think uh, it's fucking remarkable because I wasn't expecting that one bit. I was expecting just the missions, but they actually added difficulty to it, skulls to it, and then um most of the world objectives you can redo which i think is fucking crazy uh what what did you think of that like i know we didn't we did it but not really but the idea though that you can go at any time after this co-op launches even if you're playing by yourself and go replay anything if you want to just get into a battle
1: Mm -hmm. so i expected that with the replay or mission replay but i did not expect them to do that with like 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 you said, uh outposts, uh outposts, yeah. Side missions, um and then bosses. I did not expect that. And I think that's a really nice treat. Because now you could probably go be like a mint blitz like all right I'm gonna try this stupid shit and try and kill this boss this certain way. And you could continue to redo that over and over.
0: Yeah. You can with do different it different techniques. You can do it as many times as you want or if you felt like you could have done this. So this goes back to when the game launched. And this is why I think it's amazing is when the game was coming out, they're like, well, if you have a scorpion, like you can take it as far as we allow you to, like if it doesn't blow up, it's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if you wanted to redo a, a, a early mission with a wasp or a scorpion, well, now you can, you can go redo it, go to your outpost and you know call in a wasp and then go take over the, the tower with the wasp right Mm -hmm. and i think that's so fucking cool that you can go about taking over a base a different way or going through a mission a certain way whether it's a razorback full of marines or warthog Uh, i just think it's pretty fucking clever of them to do that because now it should be known that yeah this is probably something that should have just been happening like this is something that they should just do but the fact that they did it when probably a lot of us weren't thinking that they would is pretty awesome I still think it's a step in the right direction. I think co op's great. I'm really excited to see like the full release of it and as they continue to update it. But, Jared, what, you, what are you gonna
1: say? Uh, yeah, before we go move on, sounds like we're moving on. Yeah. Um, like you said about toggling a skull or something so everyone can use their own armor cores, it would be nice for us to use our own uh weapons and vehicle skins too. Because in the future content, like say, hey, if you're going on a part of the ring where it's fucking snowy as use snow camo or like white uh or just white paint for any vehicles or anything like that like how legit would that be instead of just using the default green color which is nice but it's like you want to have it set up for that region
0: to be more immersive yeah yeah that'd be pretty fucking sick and then sick.
1: I, blanked, I blanked
0: out on something but it's all right well, I forgot to say this earlier too when we we're talking about cross crosscore customization. You might be like the only fucking player in the entire world who's like, I don't need it. Which, well, which I mean, I think is there's cool.
1: there's a, there's a couple things that I'll probably, uh, um, cross customize eh, customize, but it's not not gonna be anything like super crazy. It's just gonna be like, oh, I want this fucking wrist attachment or this hip attachment to this side or visor color. That's pretty much it for me. it's, it's just small things
0: yeah well i just think that's remarkable though because i don't hate the core system at all you know mm-hmm. I, I think it's cool that like you're the player that they made it for you know like yeah. and you know, that's the way our spartans look now like yeah my yoroi looks like a fucking ronin with flame soldiers uh, shoulders and shit and you know we got the eagle strike where i look like a world war ii steampunk soldier and then right now the mark 7 armor that i have on i look like master chief if he was more tactical and <clears throat> you know and mm-hmm. i don't know like I do think it's fucking sick to have these cores and it looks like a gallery of armors too. Like it looks so sick. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's what I love about it. And then also, I think Mark VII still, unfortunately, lacking in uh, armor pieces to customize, especially the chest pieces. Like there's like a couple solid chest pieces, which is just the pouches and attachments. But overall, I think Mark VII needs still needs a lot of love.
0: Yeah, I think the problem with the Mark 7 is that like that's their free armor core, right? So I mm. just feel like it's getting the back burner on so many like type of pieces and shit. Cause yeah, it's pretty generic. Um it's still a good looking armor though, uh on yeah. its own. Um when I ever whenever every time I see a new player with their default armor, I'm like, that still doesn't even look that bad. Um but yeah, we want to talk about some things that are coming out. Um, game mode leaks and forge leaks, because I don't want to forget to talk about it. So I want to say it now because we're talking about our Spartans so much and you know how it'd be cool to see them utilized more. And that mm-hmm. is the extraction game mode that we just talked about, you and me, like earlier this week. It's a mm-hmm. leaked game mode that has PvP and PvE in some instances. In in some cases, it can just be PVE. But these are going to be. like Mass Effect, according to the leaks, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Nothing's official. Um, Even though the leaks come from the game's coding. Um, uh, It's extraction game mode is like the best way I feel like I can describe it is like a Mass Effect three co-op mission where you would go on a multiplayer map and just complete a basic objective. But within that experience, you'd be fighting AI. And to me, that sounds extremely exciting. Like, I'm all about that. Like, I can imagine going on Bizarre, the new Mombasa map, and there's fucking Brutes and Banished and fighting you when you're trying to take over an objective or something. Like, that sounds very exciting to me. Um, I think there's a lot of routes that can go with it, too, where you complete multiple objectives and just complete like a like a firefight within the multiplayer map, sort of. Or maybe it's a time trial based and see how fast your team can complete the objective and survive like i think there's so many routes they could take with this idea of a game mode you know um actually the game mode's real there's fucking gameplay of it it's just not the the ai doesn't spawn so yeah the game the game mm-hmm. mode's real actually i'm sorry it is real um i i think this is so fucking exciting and i hope it comes out next season because i think we could use something like this to change up the experience um but yeah what are your thoughts on like this idea of having this type of experience within our multiplayer maps which is kind of exciting
1: know we talked about it i even remember watching a video about it but i don't remember too much about what this is and like you just said it's a pvp pve experience uh on multiplayer maps yeah. more or less yeah i mean i'm all down for it if it's like a weekly thing or it's just a thing that's there um so wait what's the plan exactly is it they're planning to do it like be set on these couple naps with these kind of AI settings or is it just going to be a game mode forever?
0: Uh There's no they haven't even officially talked about it it's just it's been through the leaks that you know from the insider build and all that but I would imagine it would be like a event based game mode and then it would be out um probably all the time because it'd be the only PVE mode we have so they'd probably leave it because it'd be dumb if you took it away in my opinion mm-hmm. Um. But imagine like going on fragmentation and you're like a team of six versus six or something or like eight versus eight. And there, there's it's like just imagine Warzone. Just imagine Warzone yeah. from Halo 5, but okay. on a more grounded scale, I would say. And I think that's exciting as hell. Like I, I would be all about that.
1: Yeah, I would love it. Um, That would be a very welcome surprise.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, a surprise to be sure. Yeah, but a welcome one.
1: Um, yeah, Warzone was probably like one of the best things of Halo 5 besides his multiplayer.
0: Um, so something.
1: having that in Halo Infinite would be very welcomed and a fun addition to the game. That way we have something else to do besides just what we got right now. And now that we got Forge and custom games are about to be lit again.
0: Bro, let's talk about that. So yeah, that was Extraction. We'll have more information on that as things go on. Um, we'll probably do a follow-up Halo Infinite follow-up episode when co-op comes out, and then we'll do a follow-up episode one year later um, as time goes on with Jarrett here. So, yeah. So, the insider build for co-op, there is also Forge on the main menu. They just threw it in our fucking faces. But the modding community has no no restraints. They know what they're doing, and the modding community got a hold of Forge and completely access the game mode. And... The best way I can put it is imagine Halo 5 Forge times 10. But for those of you who may be listening this far in and don't know what Forge is in the Halo world, uh Forge is a custom map creator. So you go on specific maps that are already designed from 343 or canvases, and then you you put you place objects down and create the map that you would like, whether it's fun, horrifying, or a remake or a completely original idea. The the sky is pretty much the limit with this mode originally in all the halos, but now it's been amplified times 10 from what we've seen so far to where you can even do scripting. So basically you can script a gun such as the Sentinel beam, which they did. So if you ever played half-life or if you've heard of a gravity gun, uh someone scripted the Sentinel beam to do the, just that to literally be a gravity gun that can take objects and push them to certain places. And someone did that in about like a day or two after forge got, you know, accessed. So Yeah. Um, basically scripting allows you to make the game the way you want it. We can make custom power ups. If you uh someone's already made a custom power up for wall running from like Titanfall, um, just it's fucking dumb. It's so Wait, dumb. Is there a legit wall running now? Pretty much, yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, because like, I remember God. seeing
1: that guy making that uh map as a Titanfall too. That well yeah, yeah, so map. I sent you
0: that one, but this is a different person who actually made okay. like a power up that allows you to wall run. Oh wow, that's legit. Yeah, the scripting is no joke. It's practically what developers do. So, the fact that we're going to have access to it is like we have no idea. Like the maps that are going to come out on this game in the next year are going to be so good that it's going to be like a game on its own. So, mm-hmm. that's why we're excited to talk about Forge today because Jared, you know, from all the videos we've sent to each other, if there's one thing I've noticed is that forge actually looks really well done. Like it looks very complete. Um, it does surprisingly. Yeah. It looks like content complete feature, complete now stability. <laughs> and, and when it comes to saving maps, I don't know how that's going to work because these people are, it was clarified yesterday on that racetrack map. I sent you that mm-hmm. if your game crashes, like it doesn't save anything. Cause it's just, it's not meant you're not even meant to access it yet. So it makes sense. But right. I wonder if there is like a save map mode, you know, so far with these guys and their leaks, obviously there's going to be at launch but i wonder if it's like a good one right so like oh gotcha yeah i just want it to be functioning and i don't know if it is yet but i think uh i think we're in for a treat with forge forge is 100% going to be what saves halo infinite uh, there's no question about it we're seeing people remake call of duty zombie maps uh someone's already made a couple um halo combat evolved maps uh we're we're seeing some really creative stuff already in the in literally like a week like what people have come up with in such a short period of time is nothing short of astonishing.
1: Yeah. So with that being said, with all the maps being created right now, what people are able to create these beautiful uh, canvases. uh, I don't want three, four, three copying out and just using people's maps like, Oh, here's the uh, influence or someone else's famous creator maps, like for multiplayer for the next, like, six months it's like oh but we're not going to create any new maps like i don't want them just like oh we're going to just use the community's maps for pvp and we're not going to create our own legit maps or we're going to create our own maps but we're not going to just use the forge system i want them to create original design maps that have uh i don't know what you call it actual
0: well, they don't look like, you know, something that someone made in Forge. You want it to look like a real like Halo Five, Yeah, well, I just think that's what makes me excited about Forge is like I know they're going to use community use maps. And so far, Forge doesn't look anything like Halo 5's Forge, where it's like it still looks like a real map uh, in some of the videos I've seen. And this is, you know, this is pre, you know, pre-launch for Forge. Like who's going to, who knows what's going to happen once people get their hands on this and have full access to it, you know? Uh, I don't disagree with you though. Like I still think they should keep making their own maps, but that was a huge issue I had with Halo Five, like a massive fucking issue I Mm -hmm. had. And I don't think we're gonna be in that situation at all. Like I think it's gonna look so much better, and what I've already seen, what I've already seen, kind of proves that. Um, Because yeah, that was a major issue I had. Like big team battle, there was no original maps. It was all Forge maps, and they all looked ugly as fuck.
1: Is green grass and gray everything else.
0: And then the snow map just looked like shit. Like it, it, it was rough. Yeah. Halo 5's forge, I know you can do a lot with it and it's cool, but I hated it. It was ugly as shit. Mm-hmm. It was so ugly. Um, so yeah, I agree. I hope they don't stop with the original maps. But uh yeah, so that's like Forge, and I think I think there's so much potential here. Uh, there was a leaked menu where it shows prefabs and maps and community maps, and so basically it's like you know, bungee favorites from back in the day on halo three. So you'll be able Mm -hmm. to access this menu. And if someone made like a, like a, like a Jurassic park prefab, like if they had the gates to Jurassic park, they, that could be a prefab that you download and you just access it and forge, you wouldn't even have to build it. So that's what prefabs are for people who don't know. You're allowed to just access pieces that people already created. So they did all the hard work. So you don't have to, because there's Mm -hmm. people who are forgers only. Um, so we're going to be able to look at the best maps. So there's clearly an idea of custom games browser. And so if custom games gets fixed, forge comes out in a good state and then custom games browser comes out. This game is hundred percent saved. Like, you know, with halo fans, diehard halo fans. I don't know if we'll ever get the general audience to come back, to be honest, but I do think that we're so close to like being there at the finish line of this is what we should have got you know, six months ago. Cause I think I still don't, I understand forge not coming out at launch. That doesn't bother me. You know, co-op bothered me, uh, bothered me more. Um, So I just feel like we're so close to being on track finally. um, Cause they're so mm-hmm. far behind. Um, So that's kind of how I feel about it. But you know, that leads into the next topic is like, what are, you know, to, to wrap it up, you know, what are things you love about the game as we sit here today? And what are some things you hate? It doesn't have to be a bunch, but you know, a couple things here and there, we already talked about, you know, I would say a couple things we like. Mm -hmm. What are like your biggest issues with it to wrap it up? Like
1: I said this morning or in the beginning, uh, I don't really hate anything. I'm just heavily disappointed and bored with this game Um, just because Forge and custom games and uh, and the co-op should have all been there in the beginning or been available to the players sooner. Uh, But now we're finally getting it. It is what it is.
0: And obviously, um, real quick, obviously we had custom games at launch, but what Jarrett means is that they're not like functioning properly at all after right. eight, eight months. Yeah,
1: and then, um, but I do love the gameplay, as in, like you said earlier, the gunplay, just swapping and shooting. Uh, the the types of weapons, it's very fluid. It's a very fluid experience, and as a matter of fact, I just changed my controls. Uh, last night to make things a little bit more optimized for me because it's like my equipment i don't yeah i only use it so often with the rb buttons i swapped that with the melee um just kind of swapped everything around and you know it feels more fluid um
0: with my setup i don't know the
1: game overall gameplay is fluid
0: You know, that's one of the things I love about Halo the most is the accessibility in terms of doing whatever you want, whether it's the weapon offsets. So I personally like to see, like, my weapon on my screen, which is crazy because pro players, like, hide that shit so they can see the whole screen. But me, like, Mm -hmm. I want to see as far as it can go. All right. There's weapon offsets, uh, changing, you know, swapping out, you know, button layouts. There's FOV sliders. There's HUD slider. Like So that's one of the things I love about the game now. Is turning off the HUD and then playing the campaign like holy shit? And then I, I raised the or I lower the brightness all the way to 50. I can't at do night. the
1: brightness last night. No, I tried it. No, I don't think my Xbox One X could do that.
0: <laughs> Did you see the option for it or I couldn't find it? Oh, it's well, it's dumb. You have to go to video and then you press Y for screen calibration.
1: Oh, uh, I is. didn't see, I like, I remember something like that, but I didn't see the uh, toggle for pressing Y.
0: Oh well I, I always forget about it that's why I say it but okay. yeah so turning off the HUD and playing this game and, camp, and the campaign is fucking it's a whole immersive experience that I love so much Um, I love the game you know we already kind of said that you know I, I do love it and we already talked about the issues I just hope that I could stop talking about these damn issues you know in four months I hope that you know the issues we may have are like stability updates and not the lack of an experience that should have been there at launch. Cause I, I just, it sucks. Um, I'm definitely going to continue to be patient and wait for it. I'm not going to stop waiting for it, but it's still, it's an unfortunate thing. So I hope three, four, three can make it all come together. I still think there's a lot of potential with this game especially with, with, with campaign content. I think there's no shortage of it. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping that all of this launches, you know, forge comes out, we get season three co-op, you know, works. We get stability updates so they can focus on campaign content because there's still a certain affinity working on that BR type of game mode. That's a completely different studio working on that. So that's not something that 343 has to necessarily worry about. So they can still focus their resources on cross core and, and maybe some future PVE content. Cause I really would like firefight on some of these multiplayer maps. I think it'd be oh, so yeah.
1: fun. I'm looking forward to the extraction.
0: I think extraction has a lot of potential, so I hope they officially talk about it soon because I want to see it and how it plays out. Uh, but yeah, Jared, thank you so much for being on the podcast to talk about Halo Infinite. You know, it's the game we play the most right now, and and we have a lot of fun playing it. And your accuracy isn't terrible. Um, yeah, I need a new
1: controller. <laughs> like, part of the reason is my right thumbstick. It's just like, oh my gosh, this is way too loose. What's
0: wrong with my stick? So, oh, we have a new. Oh fuck, man. I forgot to do this at the top of the show. The podcast has a new um category or uh, a new segment. Oh. It's called Why is Jarrett a Little Bitch? Fuck you, Alex. Yeah. So Jarrett, why are you a little bitch?
1: Um, you know what? I used to be <laughs> a woman, and then I transitioned to a man. And uh, I guess I'm still a bitch, so I guess that's why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think uh I was making fun of you for the steak. So everyone's like probably clueless on this. So I recorded a podcast yesterday, which came out on Monday and you guys are hearing this on Wednesday, but yeah. So we were making fun of you for that. And then uh, Alex said, he loves you. I don't know. He, he wrapped it up in a pretty nice way, but that's going to be the new segment uh, on the podcast. Mm. So I hope you're prepared for it. Um, It'll it'll be fun and lighthearted at the end of the day. We'll see you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so uh yeah just thank you for coming on to talk about halo infinite it is so fun to like play the game with you and talk about it definitely buy that new controller because that is that is an unfortunate issue but thankfully you've had that controller for a pretty long time so um, mm, like four I, years i would say years. you got your money's worth after that first year um so yeah thank you so much for being on thank you guys for listening to the show and we'll see you on the next episode bye, bye.